Hey everybody, welcome back to a Rocky Star Podcast. This is your host, Brian Argot. Glad to be back here on this Thursday night recording with my buddy, uh, Steve Wellhaf. And uh, we're talking some basketball, we're talking some Jalen Hurts news, and we're talking the latest in baseball. Uh, I'm going to be posting an episode tomorrow with my good pal, Joe Suralu. I uh, can't wait to have him on the show. We're going to talk some Mets, some baseball, and uh, some other stuff as well. But I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode with myself and Steve. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a Rocky Start podcast. This is your host, Brian Argot, and I'm here with producer Steve Wellhaf. Steve, the dream. How are you doing, Steve? Doing well, man. Doing well. How are you doing today? I am doing great, man. Long day at work. Uh, exciting day at uh, Fox. I uh, was able to watch the um, uh, the Flippin' Bats podcast with Ben Berlander. I was able to watch the live taping of that. That was pretty cool. Met him. Super nice guy. And uh, yeah, man, I'm back to work. And uh, now we are here. And uh, I got, we got some exciting Sixers uh, news for you. Your Sixers, your Philadelphia mm-hmm. 76ers went up 3-0 today. Uh, that game just wrapped up. Um, Ty- Tyrese Maxey was amazing in that fourth quarter. Dude, he's been amazing. He's been amazing for like the last few weeks, like the yeah. last part of the season, and I mean all season really. Uh, no, all, all, really all season. Up. He's, yeah. he, he is. I think he's better than I mean Harden at this point in his career. I think yeah. he's your guys easily your second best player. Um, I love I love him. I thought that he should have been in the Harden trade when the Nets were trying to you know instead of acquiring Ben Simmons, they they should have went after him. But yeah. uh, I mean, fortunate for them, they, they didn't because he had thirty three in game two. He had ten. He had twenty five tonight. 10 points in the fourth quarter. He was, he like I said, he was the reason they won that game because Embiid did not play well. Embiid admitted that at the end of the game. But um, yeah, man, it was a, a great, great game by the Sixers. They definitely closed that out. Now they're up 3 0 in the series. They're going for a sweep here in a couple of days. Um, and it's you know, an edgy I mean, game, too, man. Two ejections. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had Harding got ejected. You had uh, Claxton, Claxton got ejected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Claxton, who walked over and be like, he like he, he thought he was did you Allen see Iverson. <laughs> like, he thought he was Allen Iverson walking over Ty, uh, Tyron Lou in like the 2001 uh championship game. The finals. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Finals. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I was like, I was like, what is this guy Claxton doing? Like, he think you know, it should be the other way around. Uh, well, Embiid had no part of that. Embiid kicked up, you know, knocked him to the ground. Um, Embiid was uh, drawn for a foul there, you know, obviously. But it's like, Claxton, who do you think you are? Get out of here. I mean, Claxton is a great defender. Um, outside yeah. of that, he's not uh, great at anything else. <laughs> no. um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the Sixers, they lost Harden in that game. Uh, like I said, Maxi, a lot of credit to him, man. And one guy who I don't, you know, who I never give credit to is uh, Doc Rivers because I think he's absolutely a terrible coach. He's actually coached really well this season. I give him a lot of props. But um, yeah, man, great news for the Sixers. Uh, they'll be going yeah. for a sweep. They look to advance uh, here pretty shortly. Uh, a couple other great games. I actually have on the Warriors and Kings game right now. I've been watching every minute of this series, so I'm kind of looking back and forth. But we got. Uh, you know, aside from the NBA, we got a lot of baseball to talk about. Uh, by oh, no, let's yeah. let's uh, I know I talked about it the other day on my the podcast, but um, freaking Jalen Hurts, man. Uh, you signed. We're we're both big Bird fans, Eagles fans. Signed the richest contract in history. I was a little, I I was a little upset that they they gave him such a large sum. I didn't want him to get that just because I only saw one year of sample size of him playing at this level, but. You know, now that um, I've done a little bit more research on it and and everything else, I'm okay with the deal just because 
I think the Eagles were thinking like, all right, we'll get him at one more year on his rookie deal. Um, this deal will kick in next year. Um, you have a few other guys who are going to be looking for more money as far as like Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, even uh, another the other guy, uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson, I was going to say, I, dude, yeah. Holy crap. I don't, I don't even know what the heck Lamar – I mean, I, at this point in their careers, I'll take Jalen Hurts. I like the – yeah, and, and everybody on ESPN and all this stuff, and I'm not calling on ESPN, but all they've been doing is like standing up for the guy. And I, I don't know, man. I can't get behind Lamar Jackson. Like you, you he has know, some good he has some decent numbers, but like what has Baltimore done in the past ten years? Like I mean I not mean, ten years, but since he's been, you know, I don't know. Well, he, he he was he was the for you know, he was a unanimous MVP. Um he, he was unanimous mm-hmm. MVP. That was also three years ago. So uh he has not done well in the playoffs in the last two years exactly, he's, he's been exactly. hurt at the end of the season. And um, now it might not be him. It might be the team around him. I mean, I, they don't have the best offensive line in the world. Well, that, they, that, that their defense team, has fallen off in the past five years or so, but I, I'm just like, I don't know. I, I don't see the value. Like he wants a fully guaranteed. Like, he obviously wants like 50, 60 million a year and they just don't want to do it. Like, well, I don't, bl- I don't blame the Ravens. I actually like their backup uh, Huntley. I thought he, Huntley. Uh, I mean, in, in that, in that playoff game against the, the Bengals, they almost won that game. They almost won except, because of Huntley. Except, yeah. Yeah. Except, you know, Huntley, he fumbled the ball there, but that wasn't his play call. That was the coach's play call to go yeah. for it on like what looked was like a very long goal line in three, you know, to go for a over the top uh, QB sneak, which I absolutely hate that. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. QB sneak rule. I like just dumb. Um, I, but anyways, that's not, let's not get into that, but yeah, definitely Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I, I like him a lot. I think he's, a, I think he's probably one of the seven or eight best quarterbacks in the league. I don't want to give him, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with the Ravens. I don't want to give him fully guaranteed money. Like Deshaun Watson, uh, yeah. like, nah. I mean, this guy's been hurt two years in a row. He's a running quarterback. And, um, I mean, he, he hasn't really improved. He's actually regressed. If you think about it. So, um, you know, unlike Hurts, Hurts, who's actually, it has improved. So, um, and I'm excited to see another year of Jalen Hurts with this offensive line. I, I love his poise. I love everything about, um, I love everything about his mentality. I, I will admit I was absolutely wrong on Jalen Hurts. I thought, I did not think he was going to be this, this player this year. Um, I thought he was going to totally choke in the Super Bowl. He did not. He faced adversity and man, this guy is, uh, this guy's amazing. And um, I'm excited to see him yeah. back with the Eagles. I just, yeah, me too. uh, I just thought they might have, you know, uh, kind of not not bit the bullet, but they they uh, jumped on this contract really fast. But uh, I uh, trust Howie Roseman. I trust uh, Jalen Hurts. I do. Um, uh, now, I mean, I did not uh, the going into last year, but yeah, I do now. But um, yeah, man, great news for the Eagles fans. Uh, Sixers, you know, you you have a great chance to go to the the, the championship. I mean, yeah, we'll, well, we'll see, man. <laughs> well, not, no, like I, mean, I just I mean, think about Boston. Boston's always the scary team, man. Boston's well, no, absolutely. Boston, Boston's <laughs> really good. But I mean, the Sixers, I think in hang with Boston. I mean, obviously, the team I think you have to worry about the most is the, definitely the Bucks. But um, I mean, you just never know, man. Like, you know, we've seen some injuries in the playoff. Giannis would be in one of them. He got it. He was out yeah. in game one. Um, yeah. I mean, but MB did hurt his knee tonight. He was limping around a little bit. Well, we'll see how see how that might affect him going into Game Four, um, on how much he'll do. But um, yeah, I I, uh, I think they want to finish. I think they want to wrap up that series pretty early, so Embiid will have some rest time. But um, yeah, man, I I think uh, I I think it's open. I think the whole I've never seen the in the East or the West, 
the league just open for any almost there's like six, seven or eight teams that could win the finals realistically. They could win the finals. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But uh yeah, man. That's a that's enough there. We uh talk some basketball, talk some football. Let's get into baseball. We haven't talked some baseball in a while, Steve. Uh yeah, dude, we haven't. <laughs> yeah, and uh we we let's talk about this. I mean, I was uh so I went to the Dodger game Monday. Uh, you know, uh, the Mets Dodgers, uh Mets in the winning. It was a really exciting game. Uh, you had Brett Beatty making his season debut for the Mets. Um, him being a rookie, came up with some clutch hits, got a few RBIs. Uh, that was a really good game. The Dodgers and Mets were tied at five at one point. The Mets uh went up. Uh, the Dodgers actually went up six zero. Uh, the ball disappeared in the light. I don't know if you saw if you saw that at all. Um, so at Dodger Stadium when they hit a home run, now the lights kind of go out. But anyways, the the light operator turned off the lights like a second uh, or two too quick. Because as the ball is coming down, it almost hit someone. It like could have hit someone in the face. I I haven't oh, seen any reports about it or anything like that, but you just didn't see where the ball was going because the lights <laughs> went off. And we're in the stadium, we're like whoa, the ball didn't even land. And that was that was pretty crazy. But um, I I think it's pretty cool actually being there at the Dodger Stadium. That was actually really neat with like the night kind of still be lit up a little bit and those lights oh. going out because there was a few. And you got to see Mets win too. Yeah, I got to see the Mets win. They lost yeah. uh, Tuesday. Uh, well, in um, Tuesday's game, we had uh, the Scherzer news, um, and yeah. uh, or not sorry, not Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, the, no, that uh, was that, that, uh, that was... Wednesday yesterday. Yeah, yeah there you um, go. Tuesday Mets lose. Yesterday Mets win. Uh, they finished. Uh, they get this two two three. They win two out of three against the Dodgers, but uh, Scherzer gets ejected for um, what was a foreign substance on his hands, according to the umpire. Although uh, Scherzer, you know, he he flipped out. You know, Scherzer, he's a very passionate guy, has a lot of energy. Um, he definitely let the umpire know on the field. He's like, what are you talking about? You see me wash my hands. Um, you know, so it was in the third inning, Scherzer. The, the, well, they uh, checked him in the second first. The, the check, they checked the him before the game, of course. But they checked him in the second, and I heard that they'd said something about it. They didn't, yeah. like, tell him to do anything, but they said something. And then yeah. the next inning, they told him to wash his hands with, like, rubbing alcohol or something they said they had on the in the dugout. Yeah. And right. there was yeah. an MLB official watching him wash his hands. Right. And he, he goes back, whatever, does his routine, gets the uh, rosin, what you're allowed to have. It's a legal substance that MLB allows. And then uh, in sweat. So he goes that goes back out there. And then uh, the umpire is checking his hand at the end of the fourth inning. Or, uh, and um, he throws him. He throws him out of the game. And you get thrown out of the game now uh, for legal foreign substance. It is a automatic 10-game suspension. And, games, and, yeah. and uh so he was he was suspended he appealed it today um uh and uh unfortunately was not able to win that appeal and um you know now he's suspended and with a ten thousand dollar fine um so, i mean ten thousand dollars for surgery ain't nothing you know but uh so I, I saw an article that said that they interviewed the the ump or no they interviewed the official not the ump after the game and he said that in their check during the second inning his hands were so sticky that when they put his their finger on his hands, it like stuck to his hand after the I, second inning. I was like, I, I don't know about that, man. Like, well, I mean, the I way Scher- the way Scherzer, I I mean, I believe him. He was so adamant in that. Like, he was like, yeah, I believe he's Scherzer, like, it's that's rosin saying, and sweat. It's rosin and sweat. I don't know if it's like you know, like all that, but like you know, if the umpire saw him put the rosin and everything back on, and you know, it's still gonna eject him. It's like you know, what else are you supposed to do? Because yeah, right. never the umpire also made him change his glove. You know, you had to change his glove. You went and got yeah. You changed, that's what it was. That's what yeah. the third inning was. They had to change yeah. his glove. Yeah, yeah change his glove and and all that. So it's like he he um like I said I mean Scherzer's a he's a vet. He's been in the league for a long time. 
think it was in like the 2007 or 2008 uh, when he made his debut. But um, yeah, man, he like he is he's you know one of those guys, and he, he'll let you know. I mean, he let him know at the end of the game, or uh, sorry, a uh, post game, uh, what happened. Um, he swore on his kids that you know it was only rosin yeah. and sweat. I mean, this guy has no, he has no reason to lie. He's towards the end of his career, is like you know, like he has no reason to lie whatsoever. So for you know, I, it's it's kind of hard to say. I do believe him uh, actually, but um, yeah, he's suspended. So I don't know. Do you think? Do you think the ups have fault in this? No. So. That's why I just pulled this this article up that I read. No, I don't think so. I mean, I'd fault. Yes, I think I think Max. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. think he's. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, like you said, I don't think he wouldn't have gotten that fired up about it. We know he's a passionate dude. He's been in the league for so long. Like at this point in his career, what's the point of trying to do something like that, especially this early in the season? Exactly. But like I said, this is the crew chief told a reporter. This I'm quoting this. Quote: This was the stickiest a hand has been since I've been inspecting hands, which goes back three seasons. It was so sticky that when we touched his hands, our fingers were sticking to them. Wow. That's what the crew chief said. It's just like, dude, like we get that. But like you said, rosin and sweat makes your hands sticky. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and he did everything that they told him to do. No, I I think the umpires are definitely at fault here. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have the rosin there for a reason. I mean, it's so they they can get a grip. And, you know, and, and the grip is also like for them to control. Like I am, I am for them having the rosin, you know, there because, it, it has them so they have a command so they don't also also hit the players you know like the the batters so like you know you just don't want to see so we've seen some ugly injuries happen from the pitcher hitting the player in the head uh remember john carlos stanton when that happened yeah. to him that was yeah. a long time ago that was maybe about a decade ago almost but like still you just don't want to see that happen to any player or any anybody and so i i am you know for some pitchers having that I, you know obviously not too much do you remember I forgot who it was for the Yankees. Um, uh, I think uh, uh, Pineda. He, he had oh, so yeah. much pine. It was pine tar. Though. Pine tar, yeah. He had, it, he had like on the glove and like on his back pocket, I think. It was just so much pine tar. It was just like, it's like this guy wasn't even hiding it. That That's a joke. Like, right. like okay, that's not cool. Like, come on. If you're going to do it, at least try to hide it a little bit. Yeah. But um, But anyways, yeah, man. Big, uh, big news. I mean, losing Scherzer for at least one or two starts there for the Mets when they're already the rotations down. Um, yeah, I think they said it's only going to be one start. Yeah, maybe. maybe He's one eligible two, May first. Yeah, so we'll 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 see we'll see you there um, May first. Yeah, still about uh you know ten days away <laughs> from from that. Ten, so we'll we'll see there the the Dodgers. Um, you know, some some news with the Dodgers. Uh, they put they. I I just kind of want to touch on this. Cody, uh, they played the Cubs over the weekend, and they played the Cubs th- um, this weekend as well. Uh, Cody Bellinger, who's all, uh, who's batted about three hundred, is uh, he raked the home run against the Dodgers? Yeah, Dodger, did you see Dodger that? fans yeah. were yeah, Dodger fans were loving him. Like uh-huh. they were giving him a standing ovation. I'm like, I'm like this, like they're acting like this guy is Kershaw or something like that. Like yeah. you know, I I mean, I, he was beloved with the fans. He did win an MVP and was a Rookie of the Year with them. But God, he was terrible. He also cost him some play. He also cost him in the playoffs. You know, like this was a guy who, you know, was very frustrating to watch. He had a lot of strikeouts in the playoffs, you know, a lot of ground outs. I mean, um, but he, he seemed to found some of the Cubs because he, he had another home run against the Dodgers tonight. Oh, did he? <laughs> he has wow. four home runs on the year. Two of them are against the Dodgers. So it's kind of a awesome. FU mode to the, the Dodgers. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, that game is tied at 2 2 right now as we're recording this. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, 
the Dodgers a little shaky. Um, the Padres a little shaky. Let's yeah. you know, say in that division. Uh, they I was did say get that back. Whole division. Yeah, they did get back Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, uh, tonight. So Tatis Jr. has made his debut with the uh, Padres. And he's over two right now. Yeah, he's over <laughs> two. They're they're up five to one. Uh, that game could be tied. But man, uh, they're playing the Arizona Diamondbacks, and you know, man, the Diamondbacks, dude. Who thought they would be leading the division? Who thought, right. dude? Their their offense has been exploding. They've been on fire. Corbin Kelly's been amazing. Um, that whole team has just been really good. They have really good starting pitching. Besides, besides, uh, they just DFA'd Bad Bum World Series. Yeah, MVP, I saw Bum, that. One of the greatest postseason pitchers you will ever see. Um, he's gone. He's DFA'd the eight thirty four. I'm thinking like thirty million or something. Yeah, yeah thirty plus million dollars. Yeah, dude. Of his contract. Um, and that's that's I mean absolutely bonkers. Like. You know, they, they didn't even try, they didn't even try to trade him. They're just like, you know what? Like, no one's gonna take on that contract anyway at this point in his career. Um, yeah, you know what? One thing I was one thing I uh, tweeted at the uh, the Flippin' Bats podcast they was uh will Madison Bumgardner be a Hall of Famer? And um uh, a lot of them were like, No, and I was going by today's standards. I'm not going by the old standards. Uh maybe by the time he's done in his career, maybe he'll have 150 wins. Um, but, uh, he's at 134 wins right now. Uh, his, his numbers are okay. Career 3.74 ERA. He's not like, you know, he's nothing like spectacular there, but I'm just saying for his postseason success with three world series titles, That's the uh, biggest part of it, yeah. yeah, it's just, I guess it would really depend on how he finishes his career. If he could reinvent himself because he's still, he's not that old. What is I? Uh, if you can look He's, it up uh, there, Steve. I'm looking think, it up right now. Yeah, 33 or 33. 34. Yeah. Okay, 33 years old. Um, but yeah, man, he's not old, and I think that still, you know, we see Scherzer and Verlander pitching into their 40s. I'm not saying he's like them or had the career like them at all, but you know, he he seems like someone who can figure it out. He was stubborn last night. Did you watch that game? I saw part of it. Yeah, against the Cardinals, I yeah. I watched a little bit of the game. I watched a lot of the highlights. Uh, so Madison Bumgarner made the last start for the for the uh, Diamondbacks. They were going up against the Cardinals, and and uh, he was batting or uh, he was facing Wilson Contreras, who was batting against him. Wilson Contreras did a pretty wild swing, and he made like a noise. And Bumgarner didn't like the noise. You know, Bumgarner yeah. is with his yeah. uh, mentality didn't like the noise, and he started talking trash to to Contreras. It was like a two two count. Contreras ends up walking and. He does the biggest bat flip for a the walk you'll flip. ever see. <laughs> and Bumgarner is talking trash to him as he's walking. And then Bumgarner gives up like 10 runs. It was just like, it's like, man, if you're going to talk that much, you know, shit, like you cannot <laughs> give up that many runs. Like they raked on him and he, they rate, he, he's had a really ter- terrible time in Arizona. He, he did not pitch well last year. Um, the, the NL West in general just owned him. I uh, forgot what his ERA is through all that, but man, he has not been good. That's obviously why they DFA'd him. But he yep. had he had signed that five year, eighty five million dollar contract with them, and and uh, definitely did not live up to any of that at all. But uh, his, ERA, his ERA on the season is ten point two six right now. Yeah, especially after yesterday, he got raked. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, anyways, let's not overlook how amazing the Arizona Diamondbacks have been. They they are on a tear. They um. There was a lot of optimism coming into the year about them. And this this is why they have they have a lot of good players. 
they um, have really good starting pitching with uh, with Zach Gallon leading the way. You have a uh, Murrow Kelly, uh, Nelson who pitched well. They have starting pitching depth and they have really young, talented prospects. And uh, who knows? They could be a they could be a team at the trade deadline. They're leading the division. I think they're going to go for it. They're up by two games too over the yeah. Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, right now you mentioned the Dodgers. Sorry, there's the update I just saw. Uh, Mookie Betts is taking over at shortstop for the Dodgers. Move from the outfield. That's very interesting. Okay, that is interesting. Uh, yeah. Makes his first MLB appearance at the position. But um, yeah, man, the uh, the um, uh, the Diamondbacks, uh, big surprise. I love love seeing it. Really, really good team, and they can put up a lot of runs. They played your fields. You saw. I'm pretty sure you saw. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they they took two or three out of you guys. I think. But um, I want to say actually, no, I don't think we played the D-backs yet this year. No, not the no? D-backs. We oh, played the Reds. Figure. They're the wrong team. Oh, okay, you guys play the they play the Reds. Played the Reds twice already. You know, I'm thinking of the Padres. They're they're um they they played them um just a week ago. Uh, they, yeah. they took it, but uh, yeah, man. Um, so Diamondbacks leading the way. Padres can't score any runs. That offense is bad. Um, the offense is terrible, and Juan Soto is absolutely terrible. Uh, going into tonight's game, he's batting one ninety four. This is a guy you're gonna give four hundred million dollars to. <laughs> who has not had a good tenure in uh, a Padre uniform at all. Who actually, he, he didn't have a good year last year with the Nationals nah. either. He wasn't playing that well with the Nats either. Um, he might he might end up regretting not taking that money because at this point, uh, if he plays like this all year and going into next year, which will be the final year of his deal, if you're a, if you're the Padres GM, you're like, how can we give this guy that much money? I mean, yeah. they they probably wouldn't end up doing it for all the bad contracts they're they're giving. No, I wouldn't say bad contracts. But all the big contracts they are giving out, um, but man, I, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, and they have other hitters too. I mean, yeah. they're not scoring right now, but they have other if, hitters. If you're gonna um, float, if you're gonna float that much money around, you ought as well as uh, go after the big time show. Dude, go after Otani, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, if you're gonna float a four hundred, what's another? What's another hundred million? If you're gonna put that much on the table, go yeah. out and get Shohei. You guys made a bigger offer to Judge you know, last year. I mean, uh, Shohei. I think he will stay on the West Coast. I. I have predicted he's going to go to Seattle, but I would not be surprised if he goes to uh, the Padres, you know, one bit, right? Just, oh, I'm going to head uh, three hours south and go down that way. Hey, they just got Tatis back too, so. Yeah, yeah. I didn't talk about Tatis. Steroids, <laughs> but um, yeah, he was he was amazing in the minors. He had like 574 yeah. down in the minors, something like that. But um, but yeah. Oh, man. there, Yeah, still a lot to get to here with um, some baseball. Uh, after talking about all that, man, we have the A's moving to Vegas. Yeah. Oakland has now lost four teams to Vegas in the last decade uh, with the A's moving <laughs> there. And um, they, so the uh, A's owner, Fisher, um, has a agreement to buy $1 billion worth of land from, I think it was the Red Rock uh, Cor- uh, Casino Corporation um, yeah. down there. Uh, it was about 39 acres or so, or 49 acres, but, um, yeah, the A's moving and I feel terrible for A's fans. I mean, it's cause here, I'm going to give it a little rant. The A's owner, you, you suck. You done, you did the fans wrong. I I'm tired of hearing, Oh, fans aren't showing up to the game. Yeah. Cause you're putting shit product on the field. You guys don't have anybody longer assigned there longer on any multi-year deals. Did you know that going they have no players uh, going into next year, pretty much, on any extension. Oh, really? No, I didn't know that. 
So wow. and they're putting, they're absolutely losing. They're all, they're, they're on pace to win less than 50 games. They're like three and what are they? Three and 16 right now. It's absolutely abysmal to be this bad. And yeah, they're getting they're, four and four and fourteen or something, yeah. yeah. And they're losing by games almost average like eight runs. It's really eight, bad. They're yeah. not even being competitive in, in these losses, and it's it's just it's absolutely bad. The 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 fans don't they they didn't you know deserve any of this. Like you blame them for not showing up on the on the field. You traded away their best player in Sean Murphy last year. You traded Matt Olson. You like you know obviously Billy Bean is gone. Bean leaves and like oh we're just gonna get. They never gave Bean any kind of leeway when it came to salary, uh, to you know, salary flexibility at all. They could never go out and sign like any kind of players or take on any kind of contracts because, guess what? The owner was just too darn cheap, and he's not even a poor owner. Like I, I don't, I hate when when uh, MLB teams are like, oh, we're not making any money. Let I want to see your books. I really, I want to see the books because right. they are making money off of the TV deals. And I'm sorry. Guess what? If you if you spend more money, like look at what the Padres have done. I'm not gonna say go out and spend money like the Padres. Obviously, what they're doing, I've even kind of questioned what they're doing. But still, they can go out and make moves. Like you look at the, what the Guardians are doing. The Guardians. I was gonna say Cleveland. Yeah, Cle- yeah. Cleveland. Or Texas. Uh, Texas is a bigger market team though. They're, but Cleveland's a good example. They're a little bit of a mid market team. Um, they ha- they have a history like the uh, A's. The A's have a really good history. They have. World Series, like this is not a like new franchise, like the Rays. It, they have a lot of, you know, history there. <clears throat> and the it's just it's just really bad. And uh, like, like I said, open up open up the books. This is this owner's not poor at all. And I'm sorry, if you feel like you're you're gonna if you feel like you're losing money or if they're they're not you're not making enough money for this, sell the damn franchise. Sell it. Sell it, yeah. You know, you're in Oakland, you're in a relatively big market northern uh, northern california like you know he kept trying to have the city uh pay for the stadium at one point um i I don't blame him for the the whole stadium thing um i have a uh, one of my good friends who lives in the san francisco area who i've had on this podcast his name is uh frank stancil and uh frank who like i said he has a lot of ties with a lot what's going on there in the city and frank told me that it was actually the Oakland city council that it's kind of their fault with everything that was going on. And um, so like he, he said the, the he, he pretty much, and I'm paraphrasing here. He said, the fans are going to blame the owners for the market. They love to hate on the guy. And you see what you see, what he's done with the roster over the last two, the two decades. And it's perfectly warranted in terms of on the field product, lack of money spent on the roster in terms of the stadium, Oakland city council, was the holdup on this. They had several council members pushing for the A's to remain in the Coliseum site. The Coliseum is an absolute dump. And like to stay there and play the, I'm sorry, the players should not have to play there. It's not even a baseball stadium, first of all. Like that's the other thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that, and that that's not a desirable site. Uh, the, the, uh, but the city council pushed for it, even though that that was never going to happen. Uh, lots of lots of details on it. city council wanting more than the minimum affordable housing um, in the uh, redevelopment area, which, you know, it's there's just a whole lot going on there with the, with that A's organization. And I kind of don't blame him for picking up and moving. But I, I mean, I thought they should have moved a few years ago when all this. Yeah. But, you know, I just I feel so bad for the fans. 
I just, I just really do. Yeah, I think that's who it's going to hurt the most, honestly. I mean, obviously, oh, Oakland. What, what did you say? They lost three other teams. Uh, yeah. So they they lost the uh, the Raiders. They lost. You know, uh, they lost the Raiders, right? Uh, one of the soccer teams, and then uh, oh, the soccer team. Yeah, yeah, and um, oh, they lost one more team. I forget what it was. Um, but uh, yeah, man. The there, there's just a lot. There's a lot there, like with Oakland, um. In, in general, and I, like I said, I, I feel terrible for the fans. The fans were planning to do a, um, you know, instead of not going to the game, they were planning, a, a, it was like June 13th, where all the fans were going to show up to the game and show, we are not the problem. You are the problem. The ownership right. is the problem. Yeah, yeah. They were planning on doing that, and he, and he said, well, forget this anyway. I'm, all right, buddy, I'm going to buy some uh, land. Well, you, and you guys are going to have to go to Vegas to do that now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, yeah, I just yeah. thought it was 49 acres. Um yeah, from the off the strip, yeah, from like the Red Rock something. So I mean, obviously, it's gonna take a, like a year or two at least to build and get all that going and uh, with permits. And but I, I, you know, the A's probably what maybe maybe next year will be their last year in Oakland. But they, uh, they started out as the Philadelphia Athletics. Yeah, really based on that. Yeah, but how how long yeah. have they been in Oakland in general? Um, they were the Philadelphia Athletics until 1954. Yeah, so they've been there for what, they've been there for quite a long time, seven yeah. years. And then, like yeah. I said, how they've they've been they've had a lot of success relatively. I mean, they played in a lot of playoff games, especially. I mean, I think in the whole time with Bill with uh, Billy Bean, the they 70s. only had like top. They, they won. Like, they won three World Series in the 70s, and then yeah. they won in '89 as well. Exactly with you know with all those guys with Reggie Jackson, I think was a big part of those teams. And, yeah. And, um, but, uh, and I think in Billy B's tenure over that 20 year span, he also like, they, they only picked in the top 10, like twice. So yeah, it's just, and they were you know, in three, they were in three straight world series in the seventies and, and then 88, 89 and 90. So they were in three yeah. straight, two decades in a row. And I think 89 was the infamous, uh, the earthquake. Um, world yeah. Series. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, but man, yeah. Again, we spent a lot of time here on the A's. Um, I'm sure there's gonna be more news to come here down um, down the line. But man, it's it that this is not a good look for him. And I mean, it's great news for Vegas. I've been I've been rooting for Vegas to get a baseball team. I just didn't want it to happen in this way. Kind of like yeah, you know, the fans are gonna go out there and demonstrate. They announce all this and it, um. Yeah, I, I I can't wait to have my friend, my buddy Frank, on to explain more of what's going on and and all that with him because uh, he knows a lot more about the situation being up there than uh, than I do. Yeah. But but man, um, yeah, the A the A's uh, were the other big story of of the week. Um, Mets right now, uh, you back into a Mets right now are up five zero. They're putting something together. They're playing the the other team. They're playing the team across the bay, uh, the Giants. They're up uh, five to one right now. The Did by the way. The Dimebacks tied it five, five. Tied it up, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man, crazy. Uh, let, let's get into the last news, and maybe this should have been the first thing that we talked about. Um, Shohei versus Judge. I mean, yeah. Man. So this is yesterday. Um, the Angels were playing at Yankee Stadium, and and uh, Shohei first inning, first inning top, uh, hits a ball, deep fly ball. And hits her to judge right now, field, home yeah. run, and nope, judge robs him of a second home run in two seasons. 
So he robbed him last year, and he robbed. And he him almost missed it too. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he had almost, it. It was like half it. in his glove, and it bobbled, yeah. and then he caught it yeah. with the other hand. It's like yeah. yeah, he was so he sort of had a grin on his face and all yeah. that. And then Judge in the bottom of the first, it's a home run. It's a two run yeah. shot. Yeah. And Judge is like, "Well, that's how you do it, there, buddy." And uh, you know, Shelly's like, "Well, I'm not pitching. You're lucky." <laughs> but I, I wish, I wish Otani got the pit, um, got the pits a, a little bit more. Uh, I think he pitched on. Uh, I think he pitched on Monday. Where um, it was a rain out, so he pitched two innings, and that was against the Red Sox. So he didn't get the pan- a chance to pitch in the series. It looked like he would probably be pitching here over the weekend against against them. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see who. I'm not sure the the uh, a the Angels are going into play next. Looks like they're going they're uh, headed home to play Kansas City. So coming back here to LA, play uh, Kansas City and Shohei should probably shoot probably will be starting on Saturday, um, most likely. But yeah, man, um, Aaron Judge. He's um has six home runs on the year. He's been hitting really good. He's been consistent. I'm uh starting to look wrong there. I'm starting to look wrong on him. I'm, yeah. Who else? Who else am I looking wrong on? I'm still not like 100 convinced, but I mean I'm more convinced on him than I am uh, Juan Soto. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, man, we have a lot of high hopes for Soto. Uh, let's see who else. I mean, God, we were wrong about Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's been absolutely lights out. The guy's like, no, I had I had Garrett Cole on my side young list. You did, you did. I did yeah, not. I don't yeah. think I, I think I had him like fifth. But the one guy we did have is our boy Strider. Spencer Strider. He leads the league in strikeouts right now. He's been absolutely awesome. He was yeah. great again uh yesterday or uh two days ago against the Padres, where they just absolutely clobbered him. The the Braves team. Oh man, the Braves. Let, let's just spend a little bit of time on them. They are the they. How are they not the best? The at least I. I'm not gonna say best team in baseball. How are they not the most favorite to win the World Series? I mean, dude, yeah. they have it all. They have it all. Um, I heard uh when I was again on the show with, or on the show today with uh Ben Verlander, he said they they are probably uh this is probably the best version of this Cubs team. I don't think it's the best. Ver- or sorry, uh the best version Braves. of this Braves team. Yeah. In a few years, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, the, the team two years ago with Freddie Freeman, I think, was a little bit better because I think Freddie Freeman is, uh, probably, you know, one of the best, most underrated players in baseball. Yeah, but um, definitely. Yeah, man. I mean, Matt Olson's been off to an amazing start. Uh, Acuna has been absolutely. He's in like three seventy four. Yeah, um, he's sitting three sixty seven right now. He's third, third in the league, uh, third in the MLB, second in the ML and, or the ML. Yeah, and my boy. Austin Riley, baby. Austin Riley. He, he's he's uh putting in numbers. I think he's up to like four or five home runs. Every time I see a, every time I see a run in the first inning, I'm like, oh, that's that's my boy Riley. And like, yep, <laughs> man, it sucks that they locked him down. The Mets can't go out and snag him. They locked him into a ten year deal. Acuna's um, got eight home runs too. He has eight home runs. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought he had seven. Dang. it's it's a it's a crazy home run chase already. Because Alonzo, he had like seven and ten games or something like that. Um, yeah, even though a few of those came against the A's. <laughs> but he's yeah, it's uh, Cedric Mullins and Nico Horner are the leaders right now. Yeah, Nico. Oh wait, no, that's, oh, wait, no, that's stolen bases. Uh, no, but Horner, I think uh, no wisdom. There it's Patrick go. Wisdom. Pete Alonzo and Patrick Wisdom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pat, yeah. Patrick Wisdom is. Um, and then Max Muncy right behind them both with seven. That's Max, there's someone. I yeah. like Mac Muncy. He's he's been Muncy who hasn't been batting. I don't think he's been batting as well. He's, he's actually he's runs. actually gotten the batting average up. I mean, uh, he? yeah, he was hitting about like two hundred. Now he's up to like two forty something. 
Um, he, I mean, if the Dodgers get him back, then that's a big plus. That's a big win for them. But um, let's talk about the league leader right now in average, and that is uh, Matt Mr. Chapman. Ias. No, uh, I mean Matt Chapman, man. I'm sorry for the AL. AL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chapman's yeah. hitting about 397. 97, and, uh, yeah. yeah, and he's been absolutely clutch. He has a grand slam this year. That Toronto offense in general is just monster. I mean, we we talked about our boy Bichette. We both love Bichette. Uh, uh, they, Bichette have, they have yeah. Vlad. He's second. Yeah, uh, he's he's definitely up there. I like I said, man. Um, if you guys if you guys want to place a small wager on him to win the MVP, go do it now. Plays a plays a very important position at shortstop. He is uh, he's electrifying. He, he is going to get. I think he'll like you know that that really matters. Like playing the shortstop position, being like that, he carries some charisma. He's very marketable. Um, yeah. that matters when it comes to it. Now, obviously, he's putting up the numbers too. He's batting well over 300, has a few home runs. He's a, he gets extra hits, extra base hits all the time. But, um, man, that Toronto offense is very scary. They're going into a three game uh set with the Yankees actually, too. So, that's gonna be a really good, good matchup. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably gonna be the series of the weekend, uh, going into it. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, Shohei, uh, he's all did, I mean. It's it's gonna be him in the field. It's him in the field. Yeah, it's gonna be him in the field for the AL Cy Young, or for the um, not, not only Cy Young but for the MVP. Both. Yeah, he, he, he's two and zero right now with the zero point nine eight ERA. It's crazy. Oh man, yeah, he, he's great. He, he would I think a, yeah, he's batting at two sixty nine. Here we go, two sixty nine. Okay, that, yeah. So he, his numbers went down. Four homers. Yeah, but four home runs. Um, doing, I mean, just doing that, dude. He's a better pitcher. He was, uh, he this year than he has in the prior to his other two seasons, where one where he won the MVP and one where he finished second. Yeah, yeah. Point eight six ERA, twenty one in- innings pitched, twenty seven strikeouts with a point nine width. Wow. His WAR is one point two on ESPN. Check baseball reference, but uh, yeah, he he's probably his strikeout. Finish. His strikeout per nine is eleven point six. Damn, he and he's probably going to finish with the highest wherever he just stays at this pace because I mean at, at this pace, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't even know what that is, but I'd be curious to know. Um, uh, as the season goes along, well, you know, it's yeah. obviously it's very early. We're only just about twenty games in. Twenty games in, yeah. But um, yeah, man. Talk, we talked a lot of baseball. I know we didn't uh get through a lot of games. Uh, well, we'll touch baseball on that a lot on Monday, but um. Yeah, man, we we uh we got to the Eagles. We got to, you know, all all Philly teams for you, man. Uh, yeah. You know, I guess one last thing we could say: Trey Turner got his first home run as a Philadelphia Philly. He sure did. Yeah, watch that. Yeah, but well, that uh, one happened. Um, and Marsh and Stott still lightened up for us. Yeah, Marsh and Stott are good. The two leaders uh, in the average. Alex Bohm. Bohm's doing good too, right? Castellanos is leading the NL in doubles right now. Yeah, Bones has been hitting pretty well. That that's uh getting Cassiano's back back as a consistent bat is very important for you guys. Yeah. And that's not yeah. even Schwarbro hitting that well either. Schwarbro's not been he's hasn't been no, dude, he's batting like a two hundred, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he's not batting his weight. Yeah, no. And he's not hitting all the home runs that you know yeah, he, think he should he, be, but he had forty home runs last year or thirty eight home runs if, or something. He had forty six last year. Oh, forty six. Okay. I'm thinking yeah. of somebody else. Wow. Yeah, I'm thinking of Austin Riley with some. Yeah, and I think Trey Turner had like 30 something last year, too. Yeah. 36. Well, Turner, remember, he had all those home runs in WBC. So everyone thought, oh, man, he's going to pick up where he left off. 
it's just funny, runs it's just in four games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just funny how that kind of plays out, right? Yeah, yeah, big time, big time. Dude, yeah. he's been consistent though. He's been pretty consistent. He's oh yeah, no, like he, three, he bent like a three twenty. He gets a hit a game at least. He's not a big um, home run hitter. I mean, yeah. he, he definitely has the swing where you get him, but he's not a super big home run hitter. And um, yeah. man, yeah, he's a great but, fielder and he's fast. Yeah, he's fast and he's consistent. He's a pretty smart batter. He doesn't swing at every pitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Well, we'll see. That's gonna do it for uh, this edition of a Rocky Star podcast. Steve, thank you so much for coming on. We'll yeah, be dude. back on Monday uh, with another episode. Um, and uh, yeah, you guys all have a good night. Enjoy your weekend, and thank you for tuning into the show. I hope you guys all enjoy this episode with myself and Steve. I greatly appreciate you guys listening for the show. I'm going to be doing some changes. The Rocky Star Podcast is now going to be a show where I interview entrepreneurs and top performers on the show. And uh, I'm going to be creating a new sports podcast. I don't want the two uh, to interlap in any way. I want them kind of both to be separate, uh, especially for the audience. I, you know, Some people are just interested, interested in sports. I wanted to say a sports show, and I want to continue to interview entrepreneurs and other stuff like that on on this podcast. I think it kind of stands relevant from the name A Rocky Start, but I definitely want to um, have the name uh, change change for the podcast uh, to be sports. I'm going to be changing that here at least within the next week or so. There are going to be some changes coming. I'll be announcing it on this podcast as well. Uh, look for all that to come. I hope you guys all enjoyed this interview with myself and Steve, and uh, you guys all have a great day.